to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, 
and transmitting worldwide on the Internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. and press option 1 on your phone. To listen live to Omega Man Radio from your cell phone, dial 917-889-2745. From coast to coast and worldwide on the internet, this... Well, we're just going to get rolling tonight. I want to welcome everybody to our next broadcast. Next up is... John Ramirez with special guest tonight. That was a song by the Soul Man. That is the official Mega Man Radio song. Thank you, Soul Man, for that beautiful music. You can go over to his website, uh, Reverb Nation. Also check him out on Spreaker. And add the Soul Man as a friend up at soulman.songs on Facebook. All right, let's get uh, let's get Juan Ramirez on. Brother Juan, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, Brother Shannon. <laughs> Como esta, man? <laughs> <laughs> Good to have you on tonight, John. Praise God, <laughs> my <cool>. brother. Brother Huang. <laughs> Shoot, it's 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 always a pleasure to have you back, brother. Now, we've got some special guests that uh, you're bringing on tonight. Do you want me to patch them in now? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're going to patch them in, then we're going to patch the other, the other guests in that they, uh, they're they going to share a little bit about their ministry and what God is doing, and then we definitely, uh, we're going to get, we're going to get very uh, vicious on the enemy tonight. Sounds good. Except I just cut us all out. Hang on a second. <laughs> oh, man. What did I do? That's horrible. Poor John. I dumped him. Okay, hang on a second. Let's see. You know, I have been known to do this before. Okay. Hang on a second. Pastor Kazan. There we go. Folks, I apologize. I screwed up. The Mega Man, uh, Soul Man made me nervous. 340. Okay. Well, I think first thing I need to do is get back into the um, blog talk chat room. Since it appears you're calling back into a live show, we are reconnecting you now. Brother John, I apologize. I dumped you trying to uh, patch in our guests. We're going to get going here in a minute. While I'm trying to figure this out, John, why don't you um, why don't you say hello to the people out there? Hello. <laughs> How you doing, brother? <laughs> Man, I just, I, I'm, I'm, listen, I have the joy of the Lord, and, uh, you know, I'm the kind of Christian, I'm out the box, I have the joy of the Lord, even when I'm going through the most vicious attack, I still smile, I still rejoice, and I still give God thanks, so that's where my heart is at, I don't let the devil steal my joy, and I don't let the enemy get what he wants from me, because every storm don't last, it's just temporary, so, praise be the Lord, amen? That's so, right, God. Man. I say God bless you to all my brothers and sisters out there that are listening. I'm, I'm grateful for you. I'm thankful for you. I thank God for this for this wonderful family of Christ and Omega Man Radio that comes on and listens and takes their time out. You know, one of the greatest things a person can give you, Brother Shannon, is their time. It's, you know, people can sow into your ministry, which is a nice thing when they do. They sow into good ground. Uh, they can send you a gift. That's a wonderful thing if, if God puts that in their heart. But the most precious thing that you can give God 
or you can give uh, another believer to another believer is time and and because you can't take that back time is precious the bible says redeem your time you know do the best with the time and and the bible speaks about that so the best thing you can give god is your time and to another believer and another believer the best thing we can give each other is our time and and those that tune into omega man and 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 and, and give their time to to come on come on to just hear what the word, what the lord has to say is awesome Praise the Lord. I think we got one of them, uh, Patch here. We're going to patch in Pastor Kazan, and then let me get Pastor Steve. What's going on over there, brother? Did the lines are good? Everything's working? You know what? I didn't realize they were in St. Croix. I think that was my difficulty. Now I think we got it right. There we go. My brother, God bless you. This is John Ramirez, and we got Brother Shannon on the line. How are you? God bless you, brothers. How you guys doing? Great, great, great. We're going to patch in another pastor in from Pennsylvania. We got brother, we got Bruce Builders uh, from, from Tampa. We got brother Kazan. We got his wife Z on the line. Ministers, evangelists uh, from Tampa. They, was in, they were actually in St. Croix. And God has blessed us to bring, to bring this ministry to Tampa. So we're going to talk about that in a few seconds. So just hold on. And uh, he's going to tap in uh, Pastor Steve from Pennsylvania, another awesome man of God. Amen. 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 Uh, hey, this is Shannon Davis. How are you all doing tonight? Hi. Doing well. Doing well. Welcome back to the program. We had you on uh, oh, about a year ago, I believe it was. About a year. That dawned on me as well today, about a year ago. But great to have you on tonight. It made me take me a few minutes, John, to um, figure out how to bring in the other pastor, Steve, but I will get him on. In the meantime, you all want to start it off tonight in prayer? Yeah, brother, brother Kassan, brother Z, sister Z. Anybody wants to open up and pray? By by all means, I'm I'm just gonna take the back seat tonight, and I'm gonna be the last one on the line because I, I want people to know about your precious ministry and what God is doing over there. So, uh, oh, if any of you want to open up and pray, by all means, grab the mic. All right, all right. Well, Father in heaven, we just thank you, Lord, tonight. How awesome it is for brethren to dwell together in unity, Lord. It is written your word where two or three are gathered together in the midst. You are there, Lord, we welcome you. You live in us and dwell in us. You tabernacle with men. We take you around. We are your vessels of glory unto honor. But when we get together with our brothers and sisters to rub shoulders, Lord, it's the rubbing, the same Hebrew word for the anointing. It's the rubbing of, uh, of the oil, the presence of the Holy Spirit amongst us that makes the, that, that makes that coming together a blessing. And Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you're with us tonight. And Lord, even as we speak and, and talk about kingdom things and talk about our Lord, uh, even as these words go out and transmit over the airways, Father, we ask that you, by your spirit, would do kingdom business, that you would save, that you would heal, that you would deliver, that you would restore, that Jesus would be manifested in the hearts and minds of men and destroy the works of the devil, that people will come to the acknowledgement and the truth that Jesus Christ is Lord and receive him into their hearts, and those that already know him will come to a greater understanding of another revelation of who he is, that they might appropriate Christ and be totally apprehended by him by whom they were first apprehended, and that they might walk by faith and not by sight. Lord, we need you. We thank you so much just for this awesome opportunity just to dwell together richly with brethren. In Jesus' name we pray and we say we love you. Amen. Amen. Hello, Amen. this is Steve. 
Brother Steve, God bless you, Pastor Steve. How are you? This is John Ramirez. We got Brother Shannon on the line. We got this precious uh, ministers also on the line. You can introduce yourself. This is Pastor Steve from Pennsylvania. The other ministers on the line, they 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 out in Tampa. They used to be in St. Croix. The Lord moved them over to Tampa to, to destroy the worship of the devil in that area, in that region. So, amen. Yeah, amen. So, amen. introduction. Well, my name is Steve Taylor. Uh, John knows me. I'm a pastor of a church here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, and we're busily trying to tear down the works of the devil here and raise up Jesus Christ as uh, our mighty Lord in this town. Break down every principality and power and stronghold, and there are many of them. So it's an honor to be on the show tonight and to join you, distinguished men of God. I love you and appreciate you. Amen. Amen. Give amen. us your name. Amen. Give us your name of your church, Brother Steve. Uh, um, give us the name of your church and tell us where in Pennsylvania you're located. Also, Brother Kassan, give us, uh, after Brother Steve does his introduction, we want to know where you're located in Tampa. And, uh, and, and tell, you know, we just want to share each other's ministry. You know, this is an encouragement to, to have different people from different walks of life that were one time a mess. And God took the mess and made something great out of it, and we Amen. can be on the line tonight. Amen. Amen. So it's precious, Amen. precious. Amen. Well, my church is uh, located actually in Lidditz, Pennsylvania. It's just just north of Lancaster, right at the outside edge of Lancaster, almost on the on the line. Uh, the name. It's funny you should ask about the name, Brother John. I haven't even told you this yet. Um, uh, the church was established in 1993, and the the name is Celebrate Life Christian Church. It's a non-denominational Bible-believing uh, church. Uh, but this past Sunday, the um, Holy Spirit has been putting on, on my heart and leaders' hearts for the last year to uh, the possibility of a name change um, to mark a new, kind of a, a new phase in our ministry. Uh, and this past Sunday, the entire church embraced uh, that name change, and we became we went from Celebrate Life Christian Church to Celebrate Christ. And we, we feel like uh, it's always suitable to celebrate Christ. And when we celebrate uh, Christ and, and we pray and, uh, and we preach the Word of God unadulterated without pulling any punches, the, the strongholds of the devil fall and, and the banner of Jesus Christ is raised high. So we're excited uh, uh, about your visit, Brother John, and having you come out to uh, bring that special, unique anointing that you have in your ministry to we, we know that uh, there are many strongholds that are going to fall while you're here, just like they did last time, and our people are very excited. We can't wait for you to come. We're partnering with In the Light Ministries, um, which is in a thriving inner city work uh, in Lancaster, uh, founded by Pastor Phil Hernandez, uh, who's been there for 23 years, and in that time they've planted 20 churches uh, in, in uh, many uh, multiple nations. Um, of, of many sizes, and some of them very, uh, well, all of them are thriving, and some are, are larger, some medium, some smaller, but they're all very full of the power of the Holy Spirit, and we're excited to have you preach there on Sunday night, Brother John, so that's going to be an awesome time, uh, and we can't wait for you to get here. Amen. So, um, <laughs> yeah. man, brother, we, that's, man. You know, a warrior, a warrior to another warrior. I'm excited to be there. I, 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 I thank God for this opportunity, brothers. I thank God for you know to inviting me again. I mean, it, it's just awesome. I'm, last time we went, I was there. We prayed for this girl. This girl manifested. She jumped out of the floor like she was like the Matrix, and she jumped on top of my suit. That was a big mistake to do that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you know, that was a great victory. Uh, that, that was a great, great victory, victory. Mm -hmm. for a sweet sister who 
who was set free and we praised God and our people were so excited um, it was just an amazing uh, meeting with you brother John we can't wait for you to get here again so well, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, a pleasure is mine my brother because you know I, I love to team up with brothers that got the same heart and about uh, souls setting the captives amen. free and uh, doing the works of the Lord and so the honor is mine and I want to I want to pass it down to brother Kassan and his wife Z uh, they have a powerful ministry that now they relocated to Tampa amen. So that you can give us a little bit about a little background about your ministry. Good night, everyone on the call, brother Steve. It's so good to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yes, uh, my husband and I we have relocated here to Tampa, Florida, from the Virgin Islands, Saint Croix. Uh, five months now, the Lord sent us here. Our ministry is Bridge Builders VI, stands for Virgin Islands International. We are a ministry that we are come together to build up the church that is us and to build bridges together. Amen. And uh, we have Amen. been doing conferences from since 2008. And uh, we had Brother John last year in October in St. Croix for four nights that he came down. It was a life-changing, not only for the people that came in those four nights, but for us as, as a ministry. And this from Amen. that from October to this year, God has just sent us to where He wants us to be, and He sent us here to Tampa, Florida. Um, as we were here, the Lord started to show us the need in this city concerning the people, especially in the Hispanic um, community here in this in this area, where you see a lot of witchcraft, especially from mm -hmm. where. Uh, the religion where God took John out from and as the Lord started to show us he started you know he spoke to us and he told me to bring John to Tampa so we are going to have John in here next week October 17 and 18 at 7 p.m. we are going to have John here in Tampa for ministering for two nights Amen, Amen. Yeah. We are, we're excited about it um like my wife said, I just want to say this, that it definitely was the, the conference we had last year was definitely life-changing. Uh, for us, mm -hmm. we were busy working in our church and just filling in, helping out, serving. And, uh, yeah, serving. And, and mm -hmm. uh, we really feel, or I, I feel like when we did this conference with John, that it, little did we know that it was God who was about to thrust us into ministry. I don't know how it is when you get the call of God, but I feel like Amen. I was standing up in a subway, you know, just behind that yellow line that's about a foot wide. And I feel like Jesus came and put his hand on, his, on my shoulder. Just when the train was coming, he just said, ministry starts now. He just pushed. And boom, there it was. And we're just doing a conference, and all of a sudden, God said, "Here it is now." And it, you know, it would be one thing if we were trying to do it ourselves, but from the word of the Lord that came during the conference, God said, "Hey, get out of the kitchen now. It's time to come to the front of the, uh, the front line ministry." It, 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 we saw the hand of God move. He spoke to us in January 2014. That conference is October 2013. And he said, We're sending you, I'm sending you to Tampa. And everything from that point on lined up with that, with that word. So I sometimes still scratch my head and said, Lord, you know, couldn't you kind of do it like Mary, send an angel, do some <laughs> singing? You know, hey, mm -hmm. tell us what this great plan you have for our life. He chose to do it, I imagine, in his sovereignty. 
in the middle of what, what we were already doing, he spoke and he said, here it is. I really thank God. And also to be joined up again with John Ramirez again. Amen. To, Amen. Uh, be able to do kingdom work here in Tampa. We are excited. And it's been like God that he's looking for obedient vessels to just do his will on earth. You know, and as we have come in obedience and have done things in his obedience, God has rewarded the obedience where we have been invited. We have been ministering since we've been here from since May. We have been invited to minister in different places. And that is to give testimony of who Jesus Christ is lifting the name of Jesus on high and bringing Amen. people not only to the feet of the cross for salvation, but also to restore and to lift the body because we need in this and evil times that we live in is to restore the people, bring them to the fullness of the truth of the gospel of Jesus and to the truth of the cross. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I just wanted to say quick, you know, Really, it's an honor and a pleasure, you know, because uh, the blessing works both ways. And when God does something, I, look, I, I share one thing real quick. Uh, Brother Shannon, you there? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Sh- it's Brother great to Shannon have you on. I have done evening. incredible work in the Lord. I talk all the time. I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah. Here. I know. Brother Shannon and I, we've done incredible things in the Lord. We never met each other. I mean, it's amazing wow. how we've done incredible things in the Lord. We've been ministering for three years plus. I mean, we've done deliverance for people in the UK. Mm-hmm. We've done deliverance for people. I mean, you name it, we had done deliverance for people. And we never had an opportunity to sit down together and, and hang out. You know, it's just the way God does mm-hmm. things. And I know one day we'll be, we'll get together and we'll hang out. We'll fellowship in person. But it, it just it just to tell you that, you know, we can't put God in the box. Amen. And, and, and the whole thing here Amen. is... You know, uh, ministry that put God in a box. It's like taking, uh, you know, I've heard this before. I, I believe, I think Bishop Jake's uh, mentioned this before one of his uh, uh, preaching. You can't take an Oscar and put him in a five fish tank, be, in a five gallon tank, because the, you limit his growth. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So, so, Amen. so, so yeah. we, can't, we can't take God and put him in the box because we limit God what he wants to do in our ministry. So I tie in God's hands. So we, 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 we the last, you know, I think, I believe in my heart that we are the last of the last of the rejects, of the misfits, of the ministry that should be first in the last days. Because mm. the last should be mm. first. I mean, mm. and, 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 and you've seen the shifting of the guards that these mm. big ministers at one time that they were on TV and had the spotlight and they had the big names with the lights and on Broadway and all this other stuff and, and I'm you know I, and, and again I, you know regardless of what happens in the ministry I still love them they're still our brothers and sisters and we gotta amen. pray for them amen. and uh, because no one is exempt from falling amen no amen. one is exempt from falling amen so we need uh, we can't throw you know there's no reason to throw rocks at a glass house uh, you know, and, 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 you know, but I'm saying is that God is doing, there's a shifting going on. Yep. And, uh, and, and, and there's a shifting of the guards. And I believe in my heart that God has given us the opportunity uh, to come up to the front line and do the work of the Lord because the Church of Steve, the bridge builders, John Romance Ministries, a past IDs ministry, overcomers in Christ, uh, ministries like like a brother brother Pete coming on, uh, these ministries uh, that that are coming up now that God is doing a special thing with these ministries are the ministries of uh, you could read about these ministries in the Book of Acts, mm-hmm. Amen. In the Book of Amen. Acts, 
you know, yeah. It's yeah. in the Book of Acts, there was no, uh, <laughs> there was nothing big about the Book of Acts. There was no uh, situation. It was just a, a crazy anointing that set the captives free. It was a crazy Amen. anointing that they walk with the authority that God has given them, and people knew Amen. about it. Amen. And that's how we need to be. Lift up the name of Jesus. Draw, let, draw all, let God draw all men unto them. We, you water it. I plant it. And God make the increase. And that's the way it always Amen. should be. So be it. Amen. And so Amen. be it. And yeah. we point it to the cross. We give it to back to Jesus where it belongs. There's no man out here that can, you can't, no one, of, none of us can carry the glory. None of us can carry the glory. No. Amen. No. Because it will crush you. It will crush your ministry. And it will crush your purpose. It will crush your destiny. If you try to carry the glory and, and we come together today as, as believers As brothers and sisters in the Lord As brothers and sisters Amen. We come together And we and thank God for the platform Of Omega Man Radio That God has given us This platform Hallelujah. To come on Amen. And lift Amen. up the name of Jesus Christ Because if you We look to man I mean look at look, look what man has done Man look around us I mean man has fallen Look what they've done. Mm. Look at the mess that they made. You read the news, and you, you see the news and the mess that men have done with, with the planet. The mess that men have done in politics. The mess that men have done with religion. The mess that men have done. So much so that Jesus had to come back and come fix it. Mm. Amen? So, 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 yeah. and, and I want to... Mm. I want to thank God for, for the builders. I want to thank God for Pastor Steve. I want to thank God for those ministries, Mega Man, those ministries out there that are, that, that are saying, Lord, here am I. Sent me, yeah. amen. amen. Yeah. So, amen. So, so amen. it's an honor to share, I, I, and I leave you with this. And uh, we can. I want you to give out your information so people can support your ministry. People can look for your ministry. People can uh, tune into your ministry. And if, if you're in the Pennsylvania area, you're looking for a church. Hook up with Steve. If you're in Tampa, you need a church, or you need you need to you need to grow or be disciple. Hook up with Kassan and Z. Uh, you know th yeah. this is this is a, we we in a time right now. That we can't play church anymore. Amen. Amen. We we in that time. So I just want to. I, I want you to share your your information out there. And I believe in my heart that you know, in God's timing, uh, you'll be you know a mega man, uh, brother Shannon Davis. He'll be open to have you on the show and share your testimony. Or come, Absolutely. brother Steve. You can come and bring some preaching. Uh, you can come and bring some preaching, uh, brother Z. Uh, Sister Z, I'm sorry, and uh, Brother Kassan, you can come and, and share. You know, I mean, open up your heart, share. Come on, and and, and 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 bring that anointing. Bring bring that anointing. You know, bring what God has given you. Amen. Bring what God has given. You know, bring it up to the forefront and 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 give it back to the Lord. You know, when we get to heaven, we're gonna have crowns, and the the greatest thing we're gonna do with that crown, we ain't gonna keep them. We're gonna throw it back at the feet of Jesus because that's where they belong. That's right, amen. Man, so oh, I. Yeah. You know, I want you to give out your ministry before you you come off the air. Please give out, give out your information. Give out, you know, your, if you have a website, give out your website so people can know who you are and where you are, and uh, we can start getting to know your ministry on the air, and uh, so you could be a blessing to us, and we could be a blessing to you. Amen. Amen. Well, we want to share our conference that's coming up. Um, it's called Jesus Came to Set the Captive Free Tampa, and it's going to be October 17th to the 18th of this month, October. So anyone that is in the Florida neighboring uh, cities that is in Tampa, whether it's Orlando, whether it's um, Jacksonville, you're invited to come. It's going to be uh, at the address is 4810 North Howard Avenue, Tampa, Florida, 33603. 
Again, that's October 17th to the 18th. It will start at 7 p.m. And if you need any information, I can give you the number to call, 340-643-4207. Our email address is bridgebuildersvi at gmail.com. And you can also look us up on Twitter at bridgebuildersvi. Our website is under construction. <laughs> it's okay for now. For, for now, now, yes. yes. Still under construction. Yeah, we're working on it. Amen. Amen. Brother Steve? Hey, Brother John. Thank you for, again for having, uh, having me on here. Um, when you come, we, we definitely want to... Uh, I mean, more people that have fallen away from Christ out here than than need Him for the first time uh, because there's so much in bondage. Um, just tremendous religious strongholds, sexual strongholds, sexual demons are, are profound out here. Um, so many. I, I was in. I'd say it's real quick. Can I say it real quick before I give my info? Sure. Yeah. I, I won't take. I won't take too long. Sure. Uh, just, just one, one example. I was. I went into a house. Uh, I, I, I walked the streets a lot and talked to people about Jesus, in Lancaster. And um, I went into one house where it was the second time back to to share Christ with them, and they're watching TV, and I'm trying to share Jesus, and they kept staring at the TV. I looked up, and there was two naked people having sex on the screen. Uh, sex on the city. Uh, sex in the city um, was on uh, unedited version, and I couldn't get their attention. They were just mesmerized by this. And one one of the things I've found in this city is the sexual strongholds. Uh, so many people living together. Uh, a lot of believers doing this, falling away from the Lord. Uh, the strongholds are just incredible. So um, th these things need to fall. Uh, it's, it's not just drugs, alcohol, the, and the usual stuff. Um, I, I really see the sexual strongholds and relationship strongholds uh, along with uh, religious strongholds that are just tremendous uh, that need to fall. So Brother John, you're, Brother John's coming to our church October 26th. Um, that's a Sunday, 10 a.m. Uh, and uh, if you want to come out and join us, we'd love to have you. Um, our address is 700 Brentwood Drive, Lidditz, PA. Again, 700 Brentwood Drive, Lidditz, PA. Um, our website is, because uh, we haven't changed the, to the new name yet, is CelebrateLife.co. Uh, CelebrateLife.co. No M, just .co. And you can get email addresses from there and phone numbers and all that if you want to go to that website. Also, Brother John's going to be at Sunday night, that same Sunday, October 26th. Uh, Brother John's going to be at <clears throat> In Light Ministry Central. This is a great church, uh, thoroughly multiracial of about six or 800 people, um, and it's going to be an incredible night there. Uh, they're located at 425 South Shippen Street in Lancaster. Um, almost anybody that lives in Lancaster has heard of this church or been there. Um, make sure to join us at 6.30 p.m. that night, 425 South Shippen. It's at uh, the cross streets of Shippen and Locust. Uh, that's Sunday night at 6.30 Sunday morning, 10 a.m. At, at, at Celebrate Life uh, Christian Church uh, in Lidditz. So um, we love you. Uh, if, you're, if you're battling a stronghold, our approach to you is we, we, we're all sinners saved by grace, and we all need deliverance from something at some time or other, and, and, and nobody looks down on, on anybody at our church. We're just not like that. We meet you where you are. And, and we take you from there, and we love you, and, and we we help you get free. So, Hallelujah. 
Uh, looking forward to having your brother John. Thank you so much yeah. for having brother me Steve, on the give show. Out, give out, you know, you're welcome, my brother. And this is not the last time. I believe in my heart. I believe you'll be back. And uh, if you have a contact phone number you want to give out, also, I mean, if they have <coughs> anything, uh, call it's you on the website. It's on the website. website, but I'll give it out. Sure. Um, the contact phone number would be area code seven one seven five eight one twelve zero four seven one seven. Five eight one twelve zero four again seven one seven five eight one twelve zero four. You can email me at Steve W Taylor at Comcast.net. Steve W Taylor at Comcast.net, or you can go to the website CelebrateLife.co. Pastor Steve, I want to, this is Shannon Davis. I want to thank you for coming on tonight. I'm going to be calling you soon to schedule you to come on here and preach. Would you uh, be willing to come back and do that? Oh, that'd be awesome, Shannon. It'd be a, a privilege and an honor. Any friend of JR is a friend of mine. God bless you for coming Amen on the Amen Same here. We're <laughs> <laughs> <You're> in trouble then. <laughs> God bless you, my people. We love you. And uh, excited to see you soon. And, uh, you know, to God be the glory. Amen. Always. always. Amen. 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 So glory God bless Jesus. you. Have a great evening all. Amen. The same all for... Right. God bless uh, you. God bless you. Pastor Kazan, Pastor Z, the same for you. I'll be contacting you. Love to have you all back on and do some ministering. Would you be available? That, that would be awesome. Yeah. Okay, we will we'll, be honored also to do that. We'll, my be brother. we'll be reaching out to you soon. God bless you all. Thank you for coming on tonight. Thank God you for having you. us. See you. God bless you. Praise the Lord, folks. We're live tonight with uh, Minister John Ramirez. And coming up next, we're going to bring up Pastor Peter Torres. Stand by. We'll just call him, uh, What I'm going to call him Pastor Pete. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I should call him PP. I just thought I had to, oh, might have to cut that one off the archives. Pastor Pete. We, we, you know, we, we call everybody by two initials, JR or CC or, hey, Brother Peter, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. God bless you. <laughs> we having fun tonight. Hallelujah. <laughs> we have Dr. P and we have all types. Um, good to have you on tonight. If I just want to say something to the folks out there. You're in the right place tonight. We're going to have open lines starting right now. Uh, of course, these gentlemen are going to share some words tonight about the uh, the true history of Halloween, Halloween that's coming up, and why you might want to think twice about being, being a part of it. Um, also, we're going to have lines open. The dial-in number is going to be 917-889-2745. We've got the next uh, hour and a half with these gentlemen, and we want to get you on the line tonight. If you need prayer, we'll get uh, Brother Peter, Brother John to pray with you tonight. Whatever you need, deliverance, healing, you got a prayer request. So at this time, Brother John, let me turn it back to you. Amen, amen. Well, we, we want to be a blessing tonight. We want to bring awareness, uh, especially to the church. You know, the church has gotten so caught up with the world, you know, celebrating harvest. Uh, we, we, we want to bring, you know, I mean, when you celebrate things that, you know, this, I mean, first of all, the only harvest I want to celebrate is winning souls for Jesus Christ. That's the only harvest I want to celebrate. Uh, I know there's, there's a meaning in the Bible about celebrating the harvest, and Brother Pete's going to shed some light. Actually, I had the opportunity, uh, Brother Pete was in the city on business, and uh, we had the opportunity to, the Lord made it possible for us to team up and uh, fellow fellowship for a while, and uh, we share our hearts, and we felt from the Lord, uh, Brother Pete and I felt that, you know, coming on tonight together, 
will be uh, will be a blessing to many. And uh, it's not about Brother Pete. It's not about John. It's about what God wants to say, what God wants to do, what God wants to bring uh, an awareness. You know, because God loves you. You know, God loves you. even if we, even if we have unbelievers out there tonight. We want we want to let you know that you know uh, we don't want you to. Put any more strongholds on yourself, or, or, or open gateways, or portals, or open doors in your life that you don't. Um, there's no need for that, you know. So, so we want to shed some light, and I'm going to pass it on to Pete. I don't know if he wants to open up, a, you know, in, in a word of prayer. Uh, and then we're gonna we, we're gonna we're gonna let it rip, and we're gonna we, we're gonna hold we're not gonna hold nothing back, and we're gonna bring truth because truth has set the people free. Truth, the Bible says, you know, truth is, is you know, if, if my people perish because of the lack of knowledge, and a lot of churches today are going around ignorance. A lot of churches today, are, and, and 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 thank God, not all, and I'm not knocking the church. And again, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not trying to take to take stones and pick up stones and throw stones at the church. I am the church of Jesus Christ. I mean, you know, but I got brothers and sisters in the church, you know, that needs to be educated, they need to be, they need, they, need, they need to know, they need to know in their hearts, man, you know what, you know, I can't serve two masters, you know, I can't put something in, out there from the world and then slap the name Jesus on it and make it seem like, you know, Jesus is all in it. Jesus never tell us to celebrate these kind of things. You know, we celebrate the cross. We celebrate Jesus Christ. We celebrate salvation. Amen. We celebrate Good Friday that, we, that Jesus died for us. He took our place. We celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We celebrate when, when one soul gets saved, we celebrate on the earth. There's two parties going on when a soul gets saved. One on the earth because we celebrate with that person and one in heaven that the, that the angels are doing cartwheels because someone got saved. That's what we need. We need to go back to the foundation of the truth of Jesus Christ. Let's stop playing games. Let's stop bringing stuff in to the church as entertainment and and because we want to get people into the church listen it's, it's, let me get you, let me get it straight pastors and out and people out there evangelists or whatever you want to call yourself or the pope or whatever you know let's get it straight people come to the church because the holy spirit draws you to the church the holy spirit draws you to our job is to preach truth our job is to to, to take meet people like Pastor C would say, meet people where they are. You know, you don't have you can come the way you are. You don't have to stay that way because it's the Holy Spirit that does transformation. It's the Holy Spirit that sets you free. It's the Holy Spirit that strips off the great clothing, like he told Lazarus, "Come out of your grave." Come forth, Lazarus. Come out of your grave, so and so. Come out of your grave tonight. Let's stop mixing this. Let's stop mixing this whole situation with the world and the church. Because you know what you get when you mix things up. You get something that is deformed, and Christ is never in it. So let's truth, let truth be truth. And let's stop playing games with the things of God. Let's stop playing games and dressing it up and calling it Jesus. Or, or buying candy and putting wrappers around it with Jesus is this, Jesus is that. Jesus is not in the candy. Jesus is not in the basket. Jesus is not in Halloween. Come on, I practiced these things for 25 years, man. I did. I played a game for 25 years. I played a Halloween game. My, my favorite holiday in the devil's holiday was Halloween. It's like the holiday we got. It's not the holiday, but the the, the thing we celebrate is Good Friday. The devil is Halloween. The, you know, and then after Halloween, which is the 31st, there's another holiday right after that, 24 hours later, all day, all, all Saints Day, which is all Devil's Day. Because the only saints that are here is us. We got saved, saved by grace. So, Brother P, I'm going to pass it on to you, my brother. I, I'm, 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 listen, don't get, me, don't get me wrong. I'm mad. I'm not angry. I'm rejoicing. But, you know, I, 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 the, the, the truth needs to be told tonight. And I pray that this message will go around the world and wake up the church and bring the church to the place that needs to be, to the truth of Jesus Christ. We need to win souls. We don't need to be playing Halloween. We need to win souls. We need to win people for the Lord. We need to set people free. We need to preach the gospel, the true gospel, not that phony stuff that's being preached all over the place now. 
Not that sugar cane, candy cane, ice cream stuff that's being preached. We need to preach truth because truth sets you free. Amen. So, Brother Pete, you t you know, do your thing. Amen. Amen, amen. Let's go to prayer first. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we know you're here already. Father, you've been on this line all evening, and Lord, all we ask now is that you go forth before us, O Lord God, that you send the fire, O God, of the Holy Spirit to burn in the hearts of the hearers, O God. Let every ear be open, Lord God. Let every mind be opened, O God. Let every heart, O God, be good soil, Lord God, that the word of God that's going forth tonight may penetrate. Lord, you said your people perish for lack of wisdom let not one more perish Lord God but let them not only have knowledge let them have wisdom to apply the knowledge oh God so that lives may be transformed I pray Lord God that you take my tongue John's tongue you take Shannon's tongue Lord God make our tongues the pens of a ready writer oh God who are ready Lord God to bring forth the truth because only truth sets free Hallelujah. We ask Hallelujah. this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I agree. Hallelujah. I just want to tell you tonight, I'm here and I thank Brother John and Brother Shannon for having me on. Uh, Brother John and I were talking today and I want you to know I'm here as an armor bearer and just a quick lesson in, in things of the Bible. You read about Jonathan and his armor bearer. The job of an armor bearer is to come behind the men of God or in, that, in the old days behind the king or the prince because as they were going into battle there were people who they would hit with their sword who weren't dead yet. And so that he can go forward fighting, he had an armor bearer who had his back and made sure that those who were cut down stayed down. And so tonight, as Brother John is going to be bringing this teaching, he and I agreed I'm going to come on and I'm really here to have his back, just as Brother Shannon has both of our backs. And between the three of us, I hope and intend that we should slay every lying demon out of hell that has the people of God still celebrating this wicked holiday. So I want to give you two verses of scripture based on what John was saying just a moment ago. Jeremiah 10, 2 and 3, which says, Learn not the way of the heathen, for the customs of the people are vain. 2 Corinthians six fifteen to 17. And what accord has Christ with Belial? And what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate. We are called to separation. We're not called to live the way the world lives. So we're going to deal with this holiday tonight and let you know that it's not a holiday. Understand, holiday comes from the word hallowed day, a holy day. Halloween is not holy. It's demonic, it's satanic, and we need to have no part in it as Christians. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I was wondering if you gentlemen could uh, go into a little bit of detail about what are the origins of Halloween. It's more than... Um, you know, just a, a recent um, holiday invented. It, it, it wasn't invented just to uh, give children a chance to run around in, you know, costumes and grab candy at the mall, was it? Amen. Now, there's a deep history, and John's going to get into the spiritual side of things. Let me give you a little bit of history, a little rundown real quick. First of all, originally um, with the Celtics, um, a group of people who originally occupied um, 
part of the, the United Kingdom in Ireland, the Celtics celebrated October 31st as the most important day of the year. It was their new year. It was the Celtic New Year. And it was the end of the growing season. By the way, that's where the confusion with harvest festivals came from. What they believed is it was the beginning of a festival of death. On this day, the god of the Celtics was to have called up all the spirits of the wicked dead who had died during the previous year. And at the same time, other evil spirits would arise and went about the countryside harassing the people. Therefore, because the people expected to be harassed by ghosts and evil spirits and demons, it wasn't fun and games to them. What they believed is a whole bunch of rituals grew out of this. In fact, that's where the costumes come from. The idea of the costumes is not just a rejection of self, but the idea is, if I could look like the ghouls and the demons, if I could look like the wicked dead who had passed, then the demons who are roaming the earth would leave me alone because I'm one of them. So when we don our costumes on Halloween, we are trying to be one with the evil spirits behind the holiday. Now the Celtics also had priests called Druids. And each year on October 31st, the Druids celebrated the eve of the Celtic New Year with the festival. They combined this evening, the nighttime of the Celtic New Year, with a festival to Samin. Samin was their name for Satan. He was the high lord of the evil dead. And that night, the Druids went from house to house demanding certain foods, demanding certain sacrifices, and all who refused were cursed and tormented by means of magic. As they went, the Druids carried large turnips, which they had hollowed out, and on which they had carved the demon faces as a charm, and they put lights in them to draw the demons into the homes and so for example if they knocked on your door and they demanded a treat if you did not have a sacrifice to offer now in some homes that might be food in some forms it might be the first of your harvest that you were giving in other homes they demanded a human sacrifice or an animal sacrifice if you didn't give it they left their carved turnips on your home porch and put incantations and spells upon you to draw the wicked spirits of the evening upon you with the hope that before the year is up you would be dead. So this was not fun and games. Those who practiced fortune telling and divination found that this night was also the night of their greatest success. And so over the years, over the centuries, this spread not only to the Celtics, but pretty much everyone involved in the occult. Everyone from the Luciferians, to the Satanists, to the Wicca, to whoever the group may be. The Santeros in our time, the Spiritistas, the Spiritists, all of them got together and eventually Halloween, the 31st, becomes the high day of celebration for Satan. Um, one of the forms of divination that was practiced was to put apples in a tub and bob for them. The one who first successfully came up with one without putting them in his teeth was to have good luck throughout the year. So even little quote-unquote fun traditions like bobbing for apples have their history in divination. In terms of the sacrifices, these things happened several centuries before Christ. Sacrifices were made to the different gods, especially the god of the dead, Sawin. Um, sacrifices all the way from vegetables to human were offered. 
Um, as a personal side note, when I was a teenager, I was involved with a group of Satanists who one of the things they would do is they would look for willing young girls, teenage girls, who would be impregnated during ceremonies approximately nine months before the 31st. They would hide their pregnancy from their parents. And then on the 31st, or just before the 31st, they would give birth to the baby that was then hidden. And then actually in Van Cortlandt Park, in the cross-country track, for those of you who are familiar with the Bronx, there's an area in a clearing out there that has nothing to do with the government. There's no government building. There's no watch station. There's just a huge clearing and a bunch of rocks. And they build a huge bonfire and they would sacrifice those babies there. Um, superstitions also linked cats during that time with reincarnation because according to the worship of Samhain, evil people, the wicked dead, could be reincarnated in the forms of black cats. So black cats were set loose to roam that night in order to give the evil dead a vehicle through which to re-enter the earth. Alright, and I could go on and on, but that gives you a pretty good history of the day. Um, in the 8th century, 8th or 9th, depending on whose history you check, the Pope, in an effort to get people to quit the festival of Samhain, invented All Saints Day. So All Saints Day was not a day of the church, but he invented the holiday, and the idea of All Saints Day was supposed to be that we would, we would recognize and honor and hold special services to remember the martyrs of the church who died in the great Roman persecutions. Well, the only problem with this is, number one, you cannot defeat wickedness by trying to Christianize it. So what happened? All Saints Day eventually deteriorated, as John was saying, into something else entirely. It wasn't taken as a day of celebration. It did not get rid of Halloween. And in fact, it served to give Halloween its name because the Mass on All Saints Day was called All Hallows Mass. And eventually the Mass was begun to be done the night before All Saints Day, and therefore All Saints Day became known as All Hallows Eve, or All Hallowed Eve, or for short, All Halloween eventually deteriorating down to Halloween. So even the name is given by people trying to foolishly mix Christianity with the demonic. In the Middle Ages, in the Middle Ages there was a great revival of satanic practices, witchcraft and magic, and during that time other ideas like the witches and their broomsticks and things like that got involved. All right, so that's the history of the day to bring us up to modern times. The church began to get involved because understand something. There were in the history and in the culture of many European peoples and farm peoples a concept taken out of the Bible of celebrating the harvest. It's taken actually from the book of Deuteronomy where at the time of the harvest, the first fruits of the harvest were to be offered as a sacrifice to God and the people got together to remember God has been good to us this year. And so there were parts of the church in areas where there were, um, what do you call it, where there were great farms where people did have a harvest festival. But the harvest festival was a complete rejection of Halloween. There were no witches and pumpkins and none of that was involved. 
You might take a hayride. People got together. They sang. They danced before the Lord. They sang Christian songs. They gave glory to God and thanked God. And then what they did was they took the first fruits of their harvest, apples, and they made apple pies, and they made different foods and desserts and held a big festival for the church to get together, and they celebrated communion, and they ate the food and remembered the goodness of God. And those days were not necessarily celebrated on October 31st. They were celebrated whenever the end of the harvest was. If that was September 30th, if it was October 15th, but the two days were never meant to come together. The two days were never meant to be one. But here in America, at some point, and I don't know the exact history behind this, at some point as Catholics began to come to America in mass numbers during the colonial ages, the celebration of All Saints Day and Halloween began to get mixed with the harvest festivals of the pilgrims. And that's where we eventually get our modern day Halloween and the foolishness of even Christians embracing the day as a day of celebration. So that's a good historical background. And John, I, I hope that's good for you to jump off from there. I'd like for you to take the people deeper into what this means spiritually for them. Amen, amen, brother. I, you broke it down to science. I thank God for you. I thank God for the for the wisdom He given you to really share this and and bring it down to a level that that we could all understand it. I mean, we can hoop and holler on the line today, and we can get people excited. But you know, the, you know, it, there's a time for that. Uh, but today is a time to to reflect, and and we're going to take some phone calls and bless people. If if anyone in the sound of my voice, uh, uh, the sound of brother P, Pastor P's voice, uh, brother uh, brother Shannon's voice. Uh, if you have celebrated Halloween, you got open doors. The devil has you by the throat. First of all, when you put, when you put, when you start putting dressing your door into demonic activities in your door, that's a door that you're telling the devil you have right to come into my house to own my kids, to own my wife, to own my husband, to own my finances, to own my ministry, to own my purpose, to own my destiny. I give it to you. That's what you're telling the devil. I'm giving you permission to come into my house because I already marked my door. Okay, because I knew when I was in Halloween, when I was in witchcraft for 25 years, and the reason I go back to the 25-year situation is because there was different levels how we celebrated Halloween. There was different levels how we put witchcraft on people's doors, depending how they how they dressed the door up. You know, when you put pumpkins, you carve out pumpkins and stuff like that. First of all, pumpkin belongs is a symbol of a demon called a chun in the Santeria business. And Achun is the most, the youngest demon in the Santeria business, which he, she is the most dangerous. She, 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 she they, they, they call her, she's the mother of the river. That's what they call her. So all the witchcraft that they, they, they do in the river, they're dedicated to Achun. Achun is an African name. They come from the Jeroa religion, which is in Santeria. It's called the religion here in America. So you combine yourself, you intertwine your, 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 your purpose and your destiny into that demon that now controls your house. When you carve the pumpkin, when you put the pumpkin at the door, you're inviting the principality to come into your house and ruin your marriage. And first of all, Achun is, Achun is a demon that hates marriage. Achun is a demon, and I'm giving you a, 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 a broad spectrum of how this demon operates. And you're inviting this demon to come into your house, take over your marriage, destroy your husband. Okay, because she has, she has, she has the characteristic of a Jezebel. So you're inviting this thing into your house, and you can't stop what you can't see. 
You see? So, so, so when you, so, and, and, and then when you give out candy, when you're out in the door giving out candy, another symbolic situation when you're in the door and celebrating giving out candy to people and everything, the devil gives you treats. The devil gives you things that you want. The devil gives you things that you like. The devil gives you things that he can entertain you with. You're playing the devil when you do these things. You're opening doors, say that you're telling the enemy, and, and as foolish as this might sound, as minor as this might sound, you know the great thing that the devil does? He makes things sound foolish. He makes things sound like, oh, that's not going to affect me. The devil knows how to play into that, in, in that arena, that arena of, of ignorance. He knows how to play you like a puppet. So when you open the doorways of the church, and you celebrate harvest, and you celebrate Halloween, because it's really Halloween, that's what you celebrate. You just smack in the name of Jesus on it, and you put it in your church instead of your kids going knocking from one door to another. You bring you you bring generational curses onto these children in the church. So when the kids grow up, the majority of these kids, then when they grow up, if 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 these doors are not closed, they're going to the occult, they're going to a new age, they're going to other religion except Christianity, or they go back into the world. And then who for is it? The parents. So today you've been warned. Today you've been you've been you've been you, your eyes are open. Your spiritual eyes are open today. So so what is it? Why is it that we need to celebrate something that has to do with the world? Like Pastor Pete explained, something that has a, a demonic history about it. How is it that we we are going to, to 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 put the slap the name Jesus on it and make it ours? I don't see the world celebrating Good Friday like the way we celebrate it. I don't see the world celebrating uh, Resurrection Sunday the way we celebrate it. So why is it we, we have to celebrate what they believe in, what they, what they are accustomed to, because they think that the devil will dress it up with candy, or the devil will dress it up with, cartoon, with, with, with costumes and, and outfits or painting the faces and stuff to that nature. So how is it that now, now, now we okay? We can do this. We can do the same thing. You know, hey, God understands. No, God understands. See, first of all, one thing you have to understand: God does not understand sin. Because when you practice these things, you're in sin. You're you're in disobedience. You're in rebellion, and rebellion is a spirit of witchcraft you bring into your house. So, so, so these. The, I, I, I'm calling out to the churches with a lot of love today. I'm telling the churches, stop what you're doing. You know, sila. Stop and meditate. Be careful. You're warned. You know, we're just being watchmen on the wall to tell you that these diabolical practices, all saint day in, in the witchcraft religion and spiritualism, all saint day is, it, it, it's, it's things that we, we, we honor the dead. We honor our relatives. We put food out. We put flowers out. We put candles out. I mean, what, what does that have to do with Jesus? That it's that intertwined with the 31st. So as, as you celebrate the 31st, you already intertwine yourself to all saint day, whether you know it or not. Because you see, the devil likes ignorance. The devil loves ignorance. The devil loves ignorant Christians. Because, you know, it's, it's like the person who said, well, I don't believe in witchcraft. Oh, good, I'm glad you don't. Because when I was in witchcraft and you didn't believe in it, you was the easier target than the person that did believe in it. So if, when you don't believe in something, say, oh, that's not going to affect me. You're the first victim that the devil's looking for. You're the primary target. You are a, a great candidate for the devil's hands to get on you for him to do what he has to do because if you don't believe it you ain't gonna pray if you don't believe it you ain't gonna repent if you don't believe it you're not gonna seek God if you don't believe it you know you're never gonna close those doors so today is a day of repentance today is a day to make right with God today say you know Lord I remember two years ago I dressed up I went to this party Lord I remember two years ago I 
I open the door and I celebrate this Halloween thing. It's time to repent. Listen, I live in a building in, in, in the city, and Brother Pete came over to my house today. They, they have a list. Every, 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 a week before Halloween, they have a list that uh, uh, you can sign your name on it. And you can sign your name on this list, and you can say you can give the permission to uh, the neighbors. It's 37 stories. I think they got over 500 apartments. The kids are living here. You can sign your name so they got permission to knock on your door so you can do the trick-or-treat and open your door and give out candy. I've been here for 14 years. My name is not even on that list because I will not celebrate something that's not going to honor God. I will not give something that is not going to bring a soul to Christ. I'm not going to put myself on the line for something that is not going to change someone's life. Amen? So, so, so what are you doing when you, get, when you get yourself into practicing these diabolical practices and now you call it holy? Like Brother Pete broke it down so beautifully. I mean, the history. Now you know the history. Now you know that this situation doesn't point to the cross. Now, you know this situation doesn't bring glory to God. You know this situation doesn't send anybody free. Matter of fact, it, cap it, it captures people into a place of demand when you dress yourself. Matter of fact, in Halloween, one of the things that the witches, or the, the, the religion I was in, they, they wanted people to dress up on, on the 31st. Because when you can dress up, you change someone's identity spiritually. So when the person, when you put a costume on your kid, you paint his face, you change his identity. Now the devil has legal rights over your child. The devil has legal rights over your home. When the devil has legal rights over your marriage, he has legal rights over everything that you have opened the door to. I don't care how much you pray. I don't care how much you go to church. If you open that door, the door will be open until you make right with God. Amen? So I want to share today, and Brother P is on the line. Brother P, if you want to interact, uh, you want to jump in, you can share too. Brother Shannon, you can share too. Gentlemen, uh, um, giving you thanks, wisdom. you know John, I was just looking this up. I do want to share this with people. For those of you who are saying, well, oh, but you know, all, all Saints Day, that has to be a holy thing. And by the way, just so you don't say that I'm lying, I'm making this up, you can go to catholiconline.org and you can find this for yourself. Now, this is according to the Catholic Church itself. I'm reading right off of one of their websites. In the Western Christian theology, All Saints Day commemorates all those who have attained the beatification vision in heaven. What is that? They explain. It is a national holiday in historically Catholic countries. The Roman Catholic Church, the next day, All Souls Day, specifically commemorates the departed faithful who have not yet been purified and reached heaven. Did you hear that? Crazy. So basically, this is a day for us to use our prayers to bring people who hadn't attained heaven into heaven. If you ask me, that's the height of witchcraft. I'm going to force the hand of God because I got a grandma who wasn't serving the Lord. But oh, today I can force the hand of God and she's going to be in heaven. And then given the history about it, it goes down that in the east, the Eastern Orthodox Church, under the leadership of a Byzantine Emperor Leo VI, that day had built a great shrine and temple to honor his wife. When he was told by the Catholic Church that you cannot build a shrine honoring only your wife, 
then he got the Catholic Church to agree with him that the day instead would be All Saints Day, and on this day we would be able to worship and honor his wife and all the departed saints, and there's even a really lovely demonic picture that goes here with it, with some dude in the middle who's definitely not Jesus, and all these other saints just circling around, and that is actually what we're celebrating on that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me... Um jump into this conversation very good points you, you brothers are bringing in and if you're just joining us tonight we've got Pastor Peter Torres and Minister John Ramirez you know I used to uh, be part of Halloween when I was a kid you know I didn't know any different I don't think my parents knew and they should have known because we were all raised in the church right but you know they just looked at it and just said oh no big deal now that I know the truth that it's one of the most evil diabolical high satanic holy days of the year there are people that will be sacrificed, that have already been kidnapped, and they're waiting to be offered to Satan and Sawain and all these devils. When you become a part of this, excuse me, when you let your kids go out there and put masks on, I don't care if they're dressed up like Noah, we're not supposed to be part of this contaminated day. I believe that you defile yourself, and you're coming into agreement with the spirit of Halloween, hmm. literally, with these evil devilish spirits. And you put that mask on, if you go over to Africa right now, that's how people get demon-possessed. They jump around the fires and they wear those masks. Mm-hmm. And there's been many reports of people that have brought masks back from Africa. And devils came right into their house. I wouldn't touch Halloween with a 10-foot pole. You know, even if your, your family, you know, makes fun of you or mocks you, I think we're supposed to be the salt of the world. Rather than try to har- harmonize with these devils out there, why don't we take a stand for Jesus and say, hey, I'm not going to celebrate that. Now, you want to be part of the Feast of the Tabernacles? That's something totally different. We are in the, the Feast of the Lord right now. But that's mm-hmm. a that's a feast to devils right there. And uh, these gentlemen tonight, folks, have already explained the origin of how Halloween, what they were doing. They would come and ask for a virgin, okay, they wanted to sacrifice one of your children way back then, and they're still doing it today. And if you didn't give them one of your children, they would curse you. And they also grabbed people, if I understand, and they would burn them alive. They did all kinds of weird torture to people back then, sacrifices, as they were running naked in the woods. This stuff is this is deadly serious. This is not anything to play with. I believe it's defilement. And uh, I know that some churches are trying to compromise, but that's the problem, Brother Pete and Brother John. The church is in compromise. It's lukewarm. We don't need to make a, a, a truce with the devil and say, okay, you're going to go out there and you know worship Sawway and these devils. We're just going to have our little party over at the church fellowship hall, and we're going to dress up like the saints. You know, I, I've been a part of that. We had it at my, at my grandfather's church. We also did Easter. We, we went around and uh, hunted for Easter eggs. We had prizes where they gave out the bunny rabbit. The church has fallen into paganism. Let's be real about it. And I think it's time we wake up and say, hey, I'm not going to be a part of that. I'm going to stand up and take a stand for Jesus, even when it's not popular to do so. That's just my two cents worth. Amen, amen, amen. You know, <laughs> one, one thing I, I, want, I want to say, when I was when I was an ex-devil worshiper, thank God, for, thank you, Jesus, that I'm an ex-devil worshiper, I, the, my, my, op, my best opportunity, my best clientele was the week of October 31st 
That was my best. That was my time to do the biggest witchcraft I can do on people because they were vulnerable. They were opening doors. They were giving themselves to the enemy without even realizing and noticing. So I captivated. I, I took advantage of that week or that month, actually, that people were preparing. Let me, let me tell you how demonic the devil is. They, I live in the city. I live in New York. And, and the mo one of the most expensive rent I, I, real estate is in New York City. And they got, they, we have, in order for you to rent a store in my area, a department, or say a store, uh, maybe maybe 15,000 square feet, 20,000 square feet, for you to rent something like that, you have to sign in yourself into maybe a, a five-year lease, and depending on the location, your rent could be from 10,000 to 30,000 a month, right? Your rent has to be like 20000 30000 a month to rent a location like that. That's not including your overhead. That's not including your employees. They got demonic stores right now. And, and Brother Pete could, could, could testify because he lives, he's he been in the city so many times. They got demonic stores right now. They got stores that they, they, they rented for one month. They pay $10,000, $20,000, for one month only. They rent the store to, 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 they can sell costume. They can sell demonic costume to people in the neighborhood. I saw them in Gainesville, John, and actually they had a big banner with this angel of death. It was a ghoul on the front of it. It said the spirit yeah. of Halloween. They, mm -hmm. were, they were not lying to us. They were telling the truth. Look, we got yoga in the churches, which brings mm -hmm. in kundalini demon. They're doing ballroom dancing in the churches, meditation. They're doing karate in the churches. We got Halloween. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're supposed to be a separate people, the soul of the earth. And, you know, the, the average person out there, they can't even tell a Christian from the Joe walking down the street because we've become just like the heathen. And, you know, it's an abomination. God doesn't weaken ignorance anymore. And I say you're defiling yourself and your children when you let them participate in a high satanic holy day. I don't care if the Catholic Church Christianized it or, or not. We know the stuff that they're involved in, necromancy, praying to the dead. They mm -hmm. pray to the dead saints, which is witchcraft. As you mentioned, Brother Peter, they're trying to pray their family out of purgatory. Folks, if you don't know Jesus Christ when the Spirit leaves your body, you're in hell. There is no coming back. There is no getting favors and, you know, bribing the Pope to, to bring them back from purgatory and making offer peace offerings to the Lord. It's over with. And I think we're coming down to the, to the you know, to the time where we've got to take a stand. Are we going to be lukewarm? And Jesus said, I'll spit you out of my mouth. Or are we going to be hot for Jesus tonight? Let me throw it back to you, gentlemen. We have a good question that I want you all to answer from the chat room. Sister Angelica from Texas said, so look, I'm going to a church, and uh, I think that they're going to celebrate a Christian version. They're going to call it Harvest, you know, and maybe the kids will come out there and dress up in costumes. I think that's what she was asking. She says, I'm going to the church. Should I leave that church? Uh, could I pick up demons because that's what they're doing? Now, although I don't plan to participate in myself I think is what she wrote what's your advice to uh, people who are going to churches where you know they're doing this kind of foolishness bobbing you know for what, apples um, and things like that you know Halloween yeah. night before brother John jumps in let me let me just say this um, I had a situation and, and I and my heart goes out like John said look we're not here to judge anybody my, my heart really goes out to you the church where I first learned all this information, where I first learned when I first got saved to stay out of all of this, years later as they grew and became more popular and, and built bigger buildings in order to draw people in, started, and know what they did? I, 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 I love the foolishness of this. It's just ridiculous to me. We don't trick or treat. We have trick or trunk. 
We're going to have all the families come and please donate candy and you're going to put it in your trunk. The kids are going to dress up like characters from the Bible and they're going to go from trunk to trunk in the parking lot and get candy. And somehow that made it okay. And listen, first of all, okay, you're not participating, but here's the biggest problem. I'll never forget this. In fact, it's one of the main reasons I had to leave that church. I was working in children's ministry. And I'll never forget this day, it broke my heart. There was a little girl in that church. Now, I had been told, I had already confronted the leadership, we shouldn't do this, we shouldn't do this. I confronted the pastors, you're the ones who taught me this. Come on, guys, we shouldn't do this. They told me that they appreciated my opinion, but that I needed to shut up and keep it to myself. Wow. As a leader in the children's ministry, I was not to degrade or take away from what the church is doing or the fun that the children were having. So in fact, I told them I refused to announce it. And I was in charge of several of the classes. By the way, just to give a little background, this church had a huge children's ministry. I'm not talking about 10 kids. All right. I was in charge of, I think, third through fifth graders. And I alone had about 100 kids. Wow. All right. There were over 600 in the ministry, two different services, whatever. Okay. So they had someone come in to make the announcement for me because I told them I won't do it. Release me from my position, but I won't do this. Good I won't announce it. So I had someone come in. I'll never forget this little girl. This was a little girl, five years old, I think six. She had scripture memorized. We were talking about it. She, her hand shoots up right after the announcement. Cutest little girl. She goes, but hold on. And she starts quoting scripture about holiness and separation and goes, but if the Bible tells us we're supposed to be different and I love Jesus, why should I celebrate Satan's holiday? Why should I do it? So of course, you know, they try to tell, well, we're not celebrating Satan. The little girl knew enough to say, but aren't we just putting a different name on it and doing the same thing everyone else does? So I share that to say this. Here's the problem. At the very, very least, you pick up confusion. Yeah. The battlefield, all spiritual warfare, the main battlefield is your mind. Your body is always going to want to go back to the world. That's why you have to discipline your body and make it your slave. Your spirit, if you are regenerated and born again, belongs to Christ. There's no doubt about that. His blood cannot be defeated if you are truly regenerated, but your mind stands in the middle between the two. And when you go to a church like that, you open yourself up to confusion, and definitely your children are open. How do you explain this to your kids? Imagine if you have children. And John, you could appreciate this as a dad. Imagine going to church like that, right? Now, you stay home that day, and you tell your daughter, She can't go to church that day and have fun with her friends because it's wrong and it's demonic. But then on Sunday morning, you're back in that church, and this year Halloween is on a Friday, so two days later you're back in church. Why is she in that church? Oh, because you need to learn the things of God. But Daddy, didn't you just tell me two days ago that they were wrong and doing demonic things? You got a good point. So you now undermine your authority as a parent. You have brought division. You have brought rebellion into your home. And rebellion is the sin of witchcraft. You can't win. You can't win. I mean, if I'm wrong, somebody correct me. But I don't see a winnable situation. Brother, it's true. Straight as the gate narrows the way. And you know what? There's going to be more and more people as time goes on. They're going to compromise. 
they're not willing to take a stand for what is right. You know, it's not the popular thing to do. Oh, you're, you know, you're not being kind to the children. Look, buy your kid a pack of Snickers bars and give it to them. Do you love your kids so much that you're just going to let them do what they want to do? Look, I've seen people that won't even discipline their children. They said, no, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to discipline our children. We're going to let them do whatever they want to do. Some of them are in wheelchairs and dead right now. Okay. Sometimes you got to have tough love. And I, I'm not Amen. trying to sound like an old uh, meanie here, but I'm just telling you the truth. You ask any witch out there, they're not under any misconceptions. They know exactly what Halloween is about. It's a high satanic holiday. Just like uh, there, there's more coming up later in the year. And they mean business. They're serious about what they're doing. They hate Christians, and they, you know, they laugh that um, many in the church have tried to Christianize a demonic holiday. You can't do it. I'm sorry. You can't sanctify this date. Now, I've had to repent because, again, I did my share of trick-or-treating growing up. Now that I know, you know, he that knoweth do good and doeth not, and him it is a sin. You have to make your own decision out there, but I don't think that the body of Christ should have anything to do with this satanic holiday. You will get defiled as a result. The demons will follow your kids home. Okay, we've got to, we've got to take a stand... Um, for what we stand for, as Brother Geno Schmidt sings. I mean, you know, it's a slippery slope, gentlemen. Amen. You start compromising. Can I ask you a question? It gets worse. Let me throw it back When, um, When you were a practicing witch, when you were practicing Satanist, did you ever just take a day off for Resurrection Sunday to celebrate Jesus Christ? No, 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 no way, never. Why not? Why no? It was, uh, it was, it was nonsense to me. It was stupidity to me to celebrate the cross. It was stupidity to me to celebrate anything that had to do with Jesus. I opposed it. I, I hated it. Right. So, and by the way, the reason why I asked this is I want everyone to capture this and get this because John has been trying to tell us this before. We say, oh, but it's just one day. Like we can take a day off from being Christian. Hmm. How foolish do we look when those who celebrate the enemy, those who celebrate the enemy of our souls, the one who would have us all go to hell, they won't take one single day off to honor our God. I had an argument with a family member who's into this stuff, into this witchcraft stuff, and he's a practicing, you know, into witchcraft. And I asked him, I asked him just one day, I said, I didn't even ask him to take a day off. Would you just pray one prayer? in the name of Jesus because he kept insisting well it's all God and it's all good he got furious with me we didn't speak for weeks how dare I ask him wow. to honor the name of Jesus in one prayer in one prayer but we'll take a whole day and dishonor the name in order to have our kids fit in with the culture but then when your kids get older and they want to get tattoos and they want to do drugs and they want to have sex and they want to fornicate, then you want to step up and tell them about Christian principles, but you taught them all their lives. We can compromise on the principles every now and again to have fun. So when your kid looks you in the eye at 17 and wants to get 17 piercings, a tattoo, and fornicate with his girlfriend, just know you trained him up in that way. He's not doing anything other than what you taught him. 
Oh, and not only he trained, you trained him up, you're the one that opened doors in his life so the enemy can come in at, 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 the, at the time that the enemy is setting up your kid. You know, so it, it's basically, you know, this is an adult thing. This is this is a, a, a thing that has to do with leaders in the church. This has, you know, you, you mentioned something about one one opportunity, one day, one this. And let's, let's go back to the Word of God. It took Adam and Eve one opportunity to lose their blessing. It took it took it took Esau one opportunity to lose his blessing. It took it took Saul to lose his kingdom because he didn't want to he want he didn't want to obey. I mean, look look to look at throughout the Bible. Look, it took Samson. You know, I mean, Samson, an anointed man of God. It took one woman to bring him down. It took David to look the wrong way to bring down to bring him down to nothing. You know, to bring to bring the Saul into his house. So, I mean, let's learn from the people in the Bible. The devil needs one opportunity. To get what he wants. So why is it that we open the door to the church to the devil and say, "Come on in, let's celebrate, let's have a good time." Matter of fact, let me let me get let me go a little deeper with this. When you celebrate Halloween and you celebrate and you put a name on it that is not even Halloween, you put a name on it, you know, or, or, you know, the harvest or whatever you want to call it. You, you know, you tie your, you, you intertwine yourself into the whole 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 spectrum of what it is. Here in New York City, I mean, brother Pete knows. Here in New York City, you know this, Pete. The biggest demonic parade. When is it? Halloween. On West yeah. Village, when all the homosexual people, and again, I'm not bashing homosexuals, so don't get me wrong, all the homosexual people come out, is a parade, a perversion of demonic and everything that celebrate Halloween parade. It's all let over me, the news. Let me go a you step know, further, John. I want to roll back the years a bit. I think you shared a little bit of this testimony in your book. What major event in your life was celebrated on a Halloween night? You had a special invitation one night, didn't you? Oh, say that again, Brother Shannon? Were you invited to a wedding? And I think all of all days it was chosen to be on a Halloween night. I got my, that was my wedding. I got married on Halloween. Tell me about the, my, uh, the Halloween, Halloween ceremony you had. All the demons showed up and, best, and blessed my wedding. When <laughs> I got I got married on October 31st, and I, I, I don't remember the year. I mean, to me at this point, it's not really important. Uh, but I got married on October 31st. I had a demonic wedding, and and and. I invited people to come to my wedding. I even had a reception. No one came. Everybody was afraid. Halloween, all demons from different principalities, different regions came and blessed my wedding. So, 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 how is it that you you, you tell me that you're gonna put a different name on it? But it's the same. It's the same. It's like me taking the devil and, and giving them a different name, but it's the same devil. Y'all could have picked any day for that, and October hmm? 31st, because there was significance in the demonic kingdom. Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. The same way. The same way. We. Same way. Us as believers. It, 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 Good Friday. What. What does Good Friday means to true believer? What is. What is Resurrection Sunday? We don't celebrate Easter. What does Resurrection Sunday mean to a true believer? How. How important. How. Uh. uh I mean, we. We. Us as believers, we cherish Good Friday, the day that Jesus went to the cross for you and I. I mean, our sins are washed away. Uh, it, he raised. He was raised again on the third day. He sits at the right hand of the father how much we celebrate that is the foundation of christianity we celebrate that we honor that we love that we 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 have that is engrafted in our hearts the same way in the demonic world halloween demonic all, all saints that all that stuff was engrafted in my heart at one time so it, 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 i lived in both sides i think I, I i praise god for the new address Amen. 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 <laughs> amen I pray God for the new address. <laughs> amen. Thank You're God tuning for the new in right address. now. After 25 years, I got relocated, <laughs> but I celebrated that for 25 years. 
So, so me, you can't uh, tell me pastor, or you can't tell me evangelist, or you can't tell me church minister that that that, that is different. I lived it for 25 years. I sat on it for 25 years. I played with it for 25 years. I entertained it for 25 years. I sacrificed animals for 25 years. You're going to tell me that it's different? You're going to tell me because you put a different name on it, it's the same devil? You know, I remember in, 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 in Santeria, they call Olofi, they call the devil. In, 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 in spiritualism, they call him Sambia. You know, the devil got a different name, but it's the same devil. Don't be fooled, people. Don't the Word of God says you Don't break the it. hedge, the viper bites, sin lies at the door. Satan is just looking for one invitation. Sometimes that one invitation is all it is to take you out in a body bag. You want to let him in the front door? He'll come in and he, he will stay and do maximum damage. And nobody's exempt. This is not anything to play around with. It contaminates you. It's sin in the camp. It's an abomination. I'm not going to mention his name. Probably the, you know the top bookseller, Brother Peter, mm -hmm. second only to the Bible in the world, his son committed suicide. Demonized. Mm. They didn't have any help for him. How can that be? How is it that so many in the church are so ignorant to the fact that when you touch witchcraft, such as Harry Potter, you curse yourself and your kids down to the third and fourth generation. When you touch things that are Satan's property. You play with Ouija boards. They got a movie coming out this month. Someone put a picture up on Facebook. I don't know if it's real or not. It sure looked real. They've got a Barbie version of the uh, Ouija oh, yeah. board now. They've got a Barbie Ouija now. I mean, folks, this is not anything to laugh at and just so we're just going to have fun tonight. Come on. Don't take away our fun. Trying to save some people's lives out there. I'm here to tell you when Harry Potter started to make its rounds and how many movies came out I think there was half a dozen that was a textbook training manual for witchcraft millions of Christian children were allowed to go by some records go to see those movies they owned copies of the books those were primer on witchcraft they cursed themselves and children that have not even been born it doesn't matter if you're ignorant okay about this that's not going to give you a pass Satan my people are destroyed from lack of knowledge that was the verse I'm looking for and we need to be wise to the wiles of the devil and say hey I want to protect my, my kids you know if they get a little offended because their friends got some candy look I'll go and make it up to them I'll buy them some snicker bars or whatever you eat out there but um I, hey, this is not anything to play with. Let me throw it back to you, gentlemen. We got about thirty-five minutes on the clock. Do you want to open up the phone lines? We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, brother P. You can share like another two minutes or three minutes, and we're gonna open up the lines, uh, and we're gonna be a blessing to people today, amen. Then we're gonna do a mass deliverance uh, before the end of the show, uh, so we can pray and break some generational curses and break some stuff. And and uh, I'm, I'm excited that you're on the line. I'm excited we're sharing this moment together, and brother Shannon. So, go ahead, brother P. Amen. Listen, I just want to tell everyone out there, I know this This is taken, it's, it's a very somber attitude on the line, but this is so true. This is so real. Like I said, listen, when I was a teenager, I got involved with a group of Satanists, and they told me about how they sacrificed human babies on Halloween. Now, I know we can try to say, well, I'm not doing that, but look, that's like, you know, but they, that's but like, they are. Listen, they are. You know why? And I don't mean to cut you off. You're not doing it literally, but you're sacrificing your kids spiritually. Yep, 
Amen. And, and, and that, that is more that is more that is uh, uh, wow. that is more dangerous when you sacrifice your kid spiritually. You putting your kid in the, in the altar of Satan, sacrificing your kid spiritually. Uh, these babies that these people sacrifice, uh, you know, I this is you know the Bible said you know let all the kids come on to me, let all the children come on to me. I believe these babies go back to heaven. But when you know that you have the knowledge of the scriptures, you have the knowledge of the Word of God, you know what your do's and don'ts in the Word of God, and you sacrifice your kids. To Satan spiritually, man, shame on you. Whether you're a pastor, whether you're a leader in the church, whether you're celebrating things that are totally demonic, and you know it. You know in your heart that it's demonic. You know, no way in the Bible it says for you to celebrate on the 31st. No way in the Bible speaks about that. So you're going against the Word of God. Okay, Brother Pete. Amen, amen. And that was my point that, you know, look, you're sacrificing your kids spiritually. The other thing is that why would you want to take part? You know, it's like a guy who, who, who's best friend. You know, if I, it, listen, if somebody called you and said, hey, look, you know, my job fired me. I'm so angry at these people. I, I want to go in there. I'm going to bring an Uzi and I want to shoot everybody. Would you mind driving a car for me? And you sit outside in the car and say, yeah, I'll pick you up. I got you. You can't say that you weren't a part of that. You're part of what's going on by honoring the day. Brothers and sisters, look. Let's stop being afraid of Christianity costing us something. So what? We're going to be a little different from the world. Oh, well. And in terms of the candy thing, I agree with Brother Shannon. In fact, in uh, BASIC, the group at the high school that I advise, it comes up every year. You know what we tell them? November 1st, go into Walmart. I'm not trying to give free uh, advertising to Walmart, <laughs> but you go into Walmart or Target. On November 1st, you can buy a $15 bag of candy that they had on sale before that for $10 for $2 and have enough candy to last you a year and a half. That's so true. stop playing. Because of candy, we would sell our God out? Wow. Let's not sell God out. Let's say that God is worth more than a Snickers bar. He's worth more yeah. than a Hershey's Kiss. He's worth more than a lollipop or an apple that someone's going to give me. And by the way, when are we going to get tired of all the kids who get poisoned on Halloween, all the kids who get razors? in their candy on a Halloween. Halloween is not a game. It's not a fun night. And by the way, what happens after all the kids are gone at night? Some communities call it, um, oh man, they have all these different names for it. I'm trying to remember what they call it up here. It has a name. Mischief night. Mischief and night. Kids go out and, and do drugs and, night. you know, and, and, break into stores and vandalize and so this is what the day's all about why should we as Christians have any part in it let's wash our hands of the whole event if you've opened up doors to it look we're going to pray I, I believe besides taking calls after the calls before we get off the line we need to do a mass prayer and deliverance know this if you participated in it out of ignorance if you went to a church that celebrated it as a harvest festival and you were confused and you didn't know where there is no knowledge, there is no sin, you can repent, there is forgiveness. Even if you did it knowingly in the past, you can repent tonight and be free. But Amen. now you know the truth. And Brother Shannon quoted it perfectly. To the one who knows the good thing to do and does not do it, it's sin. If you continue, you have no excuse. You're responsible for what you know now. We've got about 30 minutes on the clock, and we don't have time to do deliverance, but what maybe we could do is limit calls to if you've got a question or comment about tonight's subject. And we want to save a little bit of time there. As we mentioned, maybe the last 10 minutes, have you gentlemen do some mass deliverance there? How does that sound? Hey, man. 
Brother Shannon, I think there's a, there's one person we need to pray for. I, I, I put down a number on it. I mean, we can pray for that person briefly. Let me see if they are in the queue. Okay, I'm going to pull that message up right now. Okay, um, looking for 480. I promised them that we'll pray for them. They are not in the queue. I'm looking for 480 area code. So you you want to uh, reach out to them again, John? Uh, I we'll try, try to, but anyway, let's, we'll let's, move on, let's move along. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, one of the things is not only you selling the Lord for candy bars and, and entertainment, hmm. but you're also jeopardizing your, your, your eternity by playing certain games that you don't supposed to play and putting yourself in a situation that compromising that your purpose and your destiny now been, been, been diluted and polluted because you open doors that you, you should have never opened and play with and now you're in danger you're in dangerous grounds but amen I didn't have the teaching uh, handy but I am going to dig it out in between now and the end of the month uh, there is someone who's done some research on what actually takes place when you put the mask on your face and you dress up in these costumes you're really no different than any of these um, these people in these tribal cultures that put on animal skins, okay, to take the spirit of the, the animal that they've got on their back or the spirit that's behind the mask. You know, there was some sci-fi movie back in the 50s, and it centered around this mask that came in with some, you know, world traveler from Africa, and everybody that put it on went mad. I really believe that spirits transfer, and that's the doorway. Just as they can transfer in looking at a horror movie, people like to get a thrill during this month. Oh, we want to get scared, you know. They're feeding these spirits. They're coming into agreement with them. You buy a ticket, go to see a horror movie, you've come into agreement with it. You've given those spirits permission now to come back home with you and attack you. It happens all the time. Um, you know, it's a, I believe it's a transfer point. Just as, let me ask you, uh, gentlemen, on... Uh, uh, another subject tattoos out there now I'm not trying to condemn anybody that's got a tattoo right now but um, we've learned that you don't want to get tattoos okay I have someone that had written it I'm not going to mention a name but they've got a good question they say what do I do I've got a, a, a son who's come home he's about 20 years old we haven't seen him for a while and he's got this big tattoo on his chest of a skull with a snake mother was freaking out you know, I didn't raise my child to do this, but he's got it engraved on his skin now. You know, the Word of God says we're not to make any cuttings on our flesh. From what I know about tattoos, when you cut into your flesh, it's an abomination. And what you're doing is you're coming into agreement with the demon that is behind that symbol. You all have any comments on that? Do you all recommend people go out there and get tattoos? Where's the parallel here? It's, a, it's an entry point. Okay. Well, there's a demon associated with the tattoo. You're signifying with that. You're giving that devil permission to come on in. Same way with these masks and these costumes. People dressing up like witches and ghouls and Freddy Krueger. Ran into mm -hmm. a lady the other day. Oh, I'm going to let my son dress up like Freddy Krueger. It's going to be so cute. This is a guy that went around and murdered people. Well, the, the, well you know, what, Brother Shannon, um, and if I can find it, I'll put it back up. I had posted at one point, my wife found this video, great video, 
um, on tattoos and the truth behind them. Yes. And they spoke to, they interviewed, and this guy, he's, he's now become a Christian, but he was literally one of the world's leading tattoo artists. Like, literally, he wow. was the kind of guy, like, you paid him no less than $5,000 to do a small, I'm, I'm talking about small. Yeah. And you didn't get to choose. And he talked about the place where he worked, and he said the reason why, it's the most exclusive, like, basically, if you're into tattoos, you eventually travel all the way to California, you go to these artists, you go to this building. Okay. He said, you know why we're so powerful? He said, because the truth of the matter is, he said, this is what we taught people. Truth of the matter is, you don't pick the tattoo, the tattoo picks you, because every wow. tattoo has a spirit. He said, and they talk about it openly. They talk about it openly. Every tattoo has a spirit. You don't pick the tattoo. Mm. The tattoo picks you. Every tattoo has a spirit. And he said, the reason why we were famous is because instead of you coming in and saying, I want this tattoo, we would look at your personality. We would meditate over you for a while. Wow. And then the tattoo that called out to you, we would put it on you. And getting our tattoos changed you and everyone knew it he said but it's true in every tattoo parlor the difference was we were honest about it and people respected us for the honesty that it's a spirit and what we're doing when we put a tattoo on your body is we're putting a spirit on you that connects you to the spirit of that tattoo and changes your life that was the word I was looking for it's marking you okay it's connecting you to Satan's kingdom and I believe Halloween has the same effect we should be. We should run, run away with it, run away from it, as though it were the plague. What are we going to do next? Are we going to start worshiping Muslim Ramadan? Right. We'll have a Christian Ramadan festival. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll what's a, the word of God talk yeah. about in the last days? There's going to be a one-world church. Let's just find some common ground here with the witches, the warlocks, the um, the Jehovah's Witness, the Mormon. The, uh, the Muslims, oh, don't we all worship the same God? Hogwash. Not at all. But you know what, Brother Shannon, I, I want to deal with the question that was asked. For, yes. You know, what about people who have a tattoo? Because I've dealt with this. Okay. What if you, you know, people have called me and, oh, but I have a tattoo. Here's the thing. Number you one. Do. Sin is sin. If you went out, you were in the world, you got tattoos. Like, you know, John has talked about this. I've seen him talk about it when he, um, when he ministers publicly. As part of the rituals of yes. what he was into, there are markings on his body. Permanent markings that were etched there. Right. Those markings had power and symbolism at one time in his life. Now, when he became a Christian, he became a new creation. You yeah. know, uh, what is it? Um, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Old things pass away, everything becomes new. Yes. So if you've got a tattoo... And I've had this debate before. People are like, well, I got a small tattoo and I want to have it laser surgically removed. If you can afford to do that and you want to do it, do it. But what about the person who was a former Hells Angel or biker gang member, has tattoos over 60% of his body, Good 70% of his body? Yes. He cannot have them removed. But if you become a Christian, know that those tattoos no longer define you. You can repent. You can break the spiritual stronghold that's represented. My problem right. is this. People who are Christians, who have full knowledge of the Word of God, who have been told that it's wrong, and in rebellion, yes. decide, I'm going to get it anyway. You know what's phenomenal? I'm not, even going, I'm not going to name the artist so as not to get into the controversy. There's a Christian, quote-unquote, hip-hop artist who did that. 
Yes. And he did it with great pride and was like, oh, see, because the church can't judge me. Cause that... Ever since he got that tattoo, hmm. his music has become more and more worldly. The last two albums he put out completely rip the church to shreds. He puts the church down. It, it almost, it's, almost, it's almost preaching hatred of the church. But on everything the world does, he gives them a free pass. Well. So where did the change come? Hmm. Now, am I saying it's solely the tattoo? No. But there's a spirit behind the tattoo. And when you know the truth and decide... I'm going to do wrong anyway. There's a consequence that comes with that. You mentioned King Saul earlier. That's what King Saul did. He was told by the prophet Samuel. He was given a chance. Don't do this. You lacked faith in God. Trust in God. Do things God's way. Yeah, once he messed up, he got a warning. After that warning, he still went against God. And we all know how King Saul ended. Mm -hmm. he ended defeated he ended lost now what was the difference between him and David didn't David do the same thing with Bathsheba yes and when the prophet confronted David what did David do David repented and you never read again of David taking another wife or another man's wife or conniving to kill when David repented he said God forgive me and, he, and it still cost him something it cost him a son and when it cost him his son he said, I deserve it. God is still good. I worship him anyway. It was my fault. So with a heart like that, you can be forgiven. And that's my point. If you well, have sure. tattoos, you come to the Lord. All right? Because I'm tired. I've, I've seen this too much also, Brother Shannon. People who live that lifestyle. Now they came to the Lord, and right. churches reject them everywhere they go because of a mistake they made in the past. Well, the only difference between them and, and me is that my mistakes of the past are hidden. You can't see them on my flesh. Mine too. You know, we got to forgive this person. Oh, amen. we got to let it go. You can but repent of that. If you can you're break... doing it in rebellion as a Christian, yes. what's your excuse? Well, there is no excuse. If you, you did it in ignorance, you asked Jesus to forgive you, you break the curse of the tattoo because it was blood sacrifice as they were etching into your skin. Blood comes out. In the name of Jesus, you command that curse to go and the spirit to come out in Jesus' name. Amen. And you're going to be fine. You know, but by the grace of God, I'm not sitting here tonight with a green dragon. That was actually my fantasy. I wanted to get a martial arts green dragon. I now know what the dragon means. That would have been the worst of it all. To put that right on my left arm. I'm glad I didn't, but I, I could very well have done that. And what would I have done now? I may not have been able to get it off. I would have to repent of it, break the curse, command the spirits that came in to go in Jesus' name. No different than if you've got, um, right now, uh, like some that I've spoken to, they have um, dream catchers, which is a big neon sign in the spirit world, all demons invited at my house or in my car. It attracts demons. It doesn't repel evil spirits. It does the opposite. And that's just in vogue. Some people are tattooing themselves with dream catchers, got them on their rearview mirrors, got them over their bed, and they're wondering why they've got trouble. These are accursed objects. Get wise about doors that you can be defiled through. Get it out of your house. Don't participate in these pagan ceremonies. Ask Jesus to forgive you. Break the curses. Command any spirits that came in to get the heck out of your life in Jesus' name. <laughs> and walk Amen. in freedom tonight. We've got 18 minutes. You gentlemen want to do? Um, you want to go right into a mass deliverance? We've got a lot of people tuning in out there. Yeah, brother. I just want to say something, and we're going to mass. I just want to two, two minutes. Uh, Brother Shannon, they can offer me $100 million. 
in cash and said, we'll put this in your bank account. Come back to witchcraft. I'd rather, get, I'd rather die tonight and go home with the Lord before I go back into that garbage. I want nothing to do with the dark side, no matter, no matter how small it is, no matter how medium it is, no matter how big it is, no matter how extra large it is. I want nothing to do with witchcraft. I want nothing to do with the occult. I want nothing. I love the people in the occult. I hate the occult. I hate the occult. I hate the witchcraft. I hate the devil. I hate his kingdom. And whatever, every moment that God gives me to destroy the works of the devil, I will step up to the plate and do so. Because I was called for time as this. Amen to that. Satan doesn't have a good retirement plan, does he? No. It's called the you know, one, of the funny, one of the funny things <laughs> that the, the statement retirement plan is this. As soon as, soon as he's done using you and he have no more use for you, he'll end up killing you. End up, he'll end up sending a, a, a demon to take your life. Because I've seen that in the demon world. I know people that I went to their funeral, they were, they were, they were, they were and, I, and I said this, they were, they were supposed to be great warlocks. They were supposed to be great high priests in the religion, in the occult. And they have, and, and after Satan used them, and they have, he had no more use for them, he ended up killing them in a tragic way. That's right. Satan has no love for his people, for his demons. He's a cruel taskmaster. He hates everybody. And he will use you up and throw you away. It didn't end good for Aleister Crowley or Anton LaVey. They, they died horrible deaths with illnesses and sickness and torment and pain. Uh, if it could go that way for some of his top leaders, what do you think about you out there that may be in the occult right now tuning in? I would that a witch would call in tonight. They're welcome to call in. Amen. Maybe I, I, every time I'm on your show, straight. I tell any witches, any warlock, any santero, any spiritualism, people want to call in. Hey, we don't hate you. We want you to be free. We are, we telling you the truth. The truth will set you free. Your kingdom don't worry. Your kingdom is a dead end. Your kingdom ha it has one direction, south, hell. So right. our kingdom in Jesus Christ has one way. His life is eternal, and it has to have it. Gentlemen, how would you want to spend your last 15 minutes? We Brother, let's start it off. Yeah, let's do the mass deliverance. I'm let's come against the spirit of Halloween. Let's come against these demons. Let's come against this parade that's going to be in New York October 31st. Last year was canceled because of Hurricane Sandy. Uh, I pray God will send another hurricane this year. Cancel it too. Let's come against what we need to come against, and uh, let's come against that spirit of ISIS. Let's come against the marriage. Let's come against that divorce spirit. Let's come against cancer. I have a precious sister out there. Her name is Angie. Uh, yes. She got cancer. Let's come against that. You know Angie, I believe so. Yes, uh, she's going to surge you tomorrow. So let's 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 get let's get into a spirit of unity with this unity, this power and unity. So we can come in and blessing. There's three people on the line tonight. One will put a thousand to flight, two will put two thousand to flight. We got three on the line. So devil, we coming for you tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. So Father, we declare and decree, Father, we bind the strong man over every region, every principality, my God, we bring it down to nothing in the name of Jesus Christ, Father God, Lord, we declare and decree, Father God, we pray over the church tonight, my God, we lift up the church, Father God, tonight in the name of Jesus, we lift our brothers and sisters tonight in the church of the house of God, the universal church, the church on the north, the south, the east, in the West, Father God, the church in Japan, the church in Korea, the church, Lord, over, over the other side of the world, the church here, and the church everywhere, my God. We lift them up tonight, my God. Lord, we pray, Lord, that you give these pastors, we give this the pastors, the leaders of the church, you give them a dream and a vision, Father God. Lord, that what they're doing, my God, it's diabolical. It doesn't honor your name. Father, we come against those spirits in the name of Jesus Christ, Father God, that had confused, that had brought chaos into the church. We Right now, Father, we put them on notice in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, right now, we ask you, 
to release angels from Michael's quarters, my God, from all over the place, my God, to come down and saw these demons, my God, to put these demons, my God, in one-inch boxes, Father God, to separate one, one demon from another, my God, from communicating each other, my God. We break the devil's plan on this month, my God, and every month, my God, to set our families free. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we declare and decree, Father God, the blood of Jesus Christ upon these churches, upon our brothers and sisters, Father God, upon our families, upon our loved ones, upon our marriages, Father God, those that are married, Father God, we pray, Father God, we come against that spirit of divorce, we come against the demons devouring the finances of our people, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, my God, we pray for those demons that are destroying, blessing blockers, in the name of Jesus Christ, that's stopping our brothers and sisters from getting a job, an opportunity, my God, you're the God of opportunity, my God, I pray, I'll open heaven over your church, Father God, for wisdom and knowledge and discernment, Father God, like never before, my God, not pouring in the Holy Spirit, my God, bring your church back to the book of Acts, my God, signs, wonders, and miracles, in the name of Jesus Christ, from the smaller to the oldest, my God, you know, respect the person, my God, that will have an anointing, an incredible anointing to cast out demons, my God, to heal the sick, to give sight to the blind, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray for against every, every sickness, every infirmity, every demon of, of, of sexual morality, perversion, my God, a, a bipolar, schizophrenia, my God, every demon of cancer, we come against it in the name of Jesus Christ, Father God. Every demon, my God, of infirmity, alcohol, drugs, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, that is oppression, depression, your people, spirit of suicide, in the name of Jesus Christ. We command them to leave now in the name of Jesus Christ. We call. Father God, warring angels from Michael's quarter to come down, my God, and beat these demons to nothing. Pulverize these demons in the name of Jesus Christ. Go ahead, Brother Shannon. I'm going to defer to you, Brother Peter. Take it away. Hallelujah. Father, your word declares that whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven and whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven and Lord we take that authority right now Father we bind up these spirits oh God these spirits of confusion the spirit of fear Father especially this, this spirit of pride that makes men have to be popular oh God I pray tonight we want to pray tonight Lord God for pastors everywhere pastors father god of large churches and small churches father god who feel this pressure this invisible pressure that comes from the enemy to compromise on your word father the, the, we're supposed to be the watchman on the wall father if the watchman on the wall doesn't watch if he doesn't blow the trumpet father if he doesn't make a distinct sound then lord how can the people pre prepare for war we're here talking about spiritual warfare but lord if the shepherds who shepherd the flock are feeding them to the wolves then lord Lord, how can the sheep be prepared? Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that you would stir up the hearts, O God, of shepherds, O God, of evangelists, of pastors, of preachers. Father God, of, of preachers of small churches and of mega churches, Father, to turn away from the spirit of the age. Father God, that they would wake up and say, no more of this. We won't trick or treat. We won't trick or trunk. We're not going to sell out. We're not going to call it a harvest festival. We're not going to deny the name of Christ. Father, right now we have brothers and sisters who are in prison. We have brothers and sisters who are spilling their blood. We have brothers and sisters who are dying. Oh God, for the glory of your name, could we not sacrifice one day in a candy bar for the glory of Jesus Christ? Father, help us to put it all away. We pray tonight for parents, Father, for fathers and mothers, oh God. 
father the ignorance of a child to just want to go along with the day is completely understandable but Lord if parents will raise their children aright then they will be like that little girl I believe her name was Naomi father God that adorable little girl who stood on the word of God and said no we can't mix with the things of evil we can't do the things that bad people do aren't we supposed to be the light aren't we supposed to shine bright father I pray that you raise up other children like her but more than that Lord that you guard the hearts of parents that you show them the importance of teaching your children the way and Father, tonight we want to pray for those, Lord God, who are listening to this program right now, Lord. Those who are playing around with the idea of the occult. Those who think just one game of Ouija, just one tarot card reading, just one horror movie, just one tattoo, just one. Father, please save them from the just one because the only time, oh God, that the enemy backs up is to get a running start at us and knock us down. Father, please, please, please give wisdom to your people. Father, by your grace, we have given them knowledge tonight. Give wisdom to your people. Because Lord, if they know the truth, it will set them free. But if they ignore the truth that they know, their bondage is double. Pray for a spirit of wisdom to come from your Holy Spirit and baptize the ears and minds of the hearers that they would obey your word in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Brother Hallelujah. Shannon. I agree. Right now we just um, add to this prayer, Lord God, we just bind the spirit of Halloween. We bind this Sawway spirit, Samhain, whatever it calls itself, we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every wicked spirit that would be unleashed over the Halloween demonic holiday in the name of Jesus right now we bind up all witchcraft coven powers in the name of Jesus and loose the judgments of God on every devil associated with Halloween night in the name of Jesus we bind the spirit of compromise in the churches that think it's okay to be like the world and you can't tell them apart they're just like the world no one can tell them differently they go to church and then they come home and they act just like the world there's no difference with them they're lukewarm. They've lost the savor. God, we ask that you would bring a spirit of conviction on them that they would make a stand for Jesus and what is right and be hot for Jesus instead of lukewarm and he has to spit them out of his mouth. And I ask God that you would bring a spirit of conviction on people that may tune in later that they will really evaluate is it worth that much to bring defilement to their house and open up a door for devils to take out the children all over some candy and popularity we bind every tormenting spirit of fear every wicked spirit that has been unleashed against the church we bind it in Jesus Christ's name once again we loose the judgments of God on all witchcraft covens worldwide we bind their demonic powers in the name of Jesus we loose angels of God right now to every coven location on the globe in agreement tonight in Jesus name to begin to attack the evil strongman over those covens in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we call for the fire of God, burning in destruction, to fall down and rain on these covens, God, right on these devils that are working through them. I ask though in the process you'd have mercy. Pour out your goodness, mercy, and grace on all the witches, every person involved in any occult group, whatever it is. Have mercy on them, Lord. And send the Holy Spirit to draw them to you that they would have one more opportunity to make a decision for Jesus before it's too late. 
We ask this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus over everybody that is tuned in tonight, God. We ask you to put a hedge of protection, a wall of fire from Zechariah 2 and 5 in Jesus' name around them and their children during this diabolical season where there are predators that are out there trying to kidnap and rape children and rape people, even kidnap them as they're going down the road, knocking on doors in dark, lit alleys, grab them and throw them into the cars. There's wicked stuff going on out there. Lord, we just bind and rebuke those spirits that would come against the people of God, spirits of murder, rape and violence, hell night. We bind it in Jesus' name. We ask God you protect your people. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, amen. Amen, amen. Father, I just want to add to that. I just want to add to that, Father, in the name of Jesus. There are men out there. As Brother Shannon was praying, Lord, you showed me this. There are men out there right now, they may be even listening to our program. They're battling, oh God, with a pedophile spirit. They've never hurt a child. They've never done anything like that, but that spirit is on them. They, 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 it, 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 it's pulling them toward it, Lord. And they're seeing Halloween as their night to strike. Father, that is a slippery slope of demonism that really almost no one ever recovers from. So we pray for them right now, Lord God. Lord God, break that spirit, break that bondage off of them, Lord, before they turn that corner. Father, I pray, Lord God, keep them from those websites that are feeding this. We break the power, O oh God, of spirits, O oh God, that are leading people to, to, to porno pornography sites, Lord God, that would draw them, O oh God, toward children. Put a hedge of protection around the children, Lord God. Oh God, but break that spirit off of these men. Break it off of them, Lord God, before it's too late. Break it off of them. In the name of Jesus Christ, we come against pedophilia. In the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus Christ over those persons being tormented by those demons. We command them to go in the name of Jesus. We command you to let these men go in the name of Jesus. Amen. Be God. Be cast into the deepest pit. And I pray, Lord God, that you would send your angels to guard, O oh God, the places to which you would send these demons, that they would not be loosed on that night. Father, I know, Lord God, that we have sown as a nation the seeds of judgment. We plead for mercy. Father, please, I plead for mercy. We plead for mercy tonight for a nation that deserves judgment. Give us mercy. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Gentlemen, as we're getting ready to close tonight, I want you both to take a moment and tell people about your ministries, your website, how they can contact you both, and any other special announcements you'd like to make. I just, I just want to take these two minutes. What we got left, Brother Pete, if you don't mind, I, I want to uh, lift up Brother Pete's ministry tonight to the people out there that are listening on the sound of my voice. Uh, this is the man of God. I, I know Brother Pete for probably years now. Uh, maybe I know him maybe good, I would say maybe more than five, seven years. Uh, we minister in Times Square Church together and we volunteer even before we had a ministry, even before we, we had a mic in our hands. And uh, we were faithful uh, as ministers, as volunteer ministers. He was doing this, I was doing security ministry. He was doing usher ministry. And uh, he has a brand, he has, the Lord has blessed Brother P uh, with a church, with a building. Uh, he has uh, an uh, awesome church, awesome build, awesome place. I, 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 I'm just going to call out to people and say, hey, listen, 
you know, so into this ministry. Uh, he, Brother Pete, in a second, he's going to give you the website. He's going to give you how you can sow into this ministry, sow into this man of God, sow into his, uh, in, into the kingdom, into what God has called him to, to do. You know, this is a, a, a new church is coming up. It's, it's an end time church uh, for the end times. And when we end, souls are getting saved, people are getting baptized, demons are coming out. So I, I, I urge people out there, and I, and I encourage people out there to sow into his ministry and, and help this wonderful man of God uh, to, to, to bear fruit for the kingdom. Amen? So that's, that is my plea for tonight. Um, you know, your people know my ministry. You've been good to me. Uh, I, got, I got Sister Cheryl out in the UK, been a wonderful, awesome sister in Christ. I got Madeline in New York, awesome sister. I got, I got uh, other people on Facebook that have been wonderful. Tina. Also, this other wonderful sister, uh, I think it's Morales. They're, these are wonderful sisters that are that stand with me. I feel like Paul. He had a great woman that stood with him. Jesus had a great woman that stood with him. But today, I want I want to say, listen, turn to Brother Pete. Bless his church. This is an awesome pastor. This is a man of God. So, you know, I would I would encourage some people out there to listen to sow into his ministry and uh, be a blessing to his ministry. Amen. So, Brother Pete, you want to give out your info? Praise God, and thank you, Brother John. Thank you so much. Uh, for those of you who are interested, a lot of you have heard me give this information. If you haven't, if you need to contact the ministry, first of all, with questions, comments, things like that, you can email us at info at kqcministries.org. And that is actually the website also, kqcministries.org. Dot O-R-G. You can go there, and if you're looking to support this ministry financially, um, you can give a gift on the website. You can also use PayPal, QuickPay, or Pop Money using the email kqcministries at gmail.com. Know that every dollar you give goes to the advance of the kingdom of God and to meeting the felt needs, the needs of the poor and the destitute, not only in our area, but around the world through ministries that we partner with. And you will be tax receipted. We are, you know, a church, and we will take care of that part of things legitimately. But we do ask for your support, your prayers, in whatever way. And if you live anywhere near the Rockland County area, meet us in New City, New York. We're at 87 Maple Avenue in New City, New York, 10956. And... um John and I were talking about this. Brother John Ramirez and I were talking about this today. We are going to be putting together for the month of November, for November 14th and 15th, it'll be a Friday and a Saturday. Um, as soon as we have flyers and so on together, we'll, we'll get those posted on Facebook and we'll get them to Brother Shan. And we want to do a two-day hardcore delivery conference. Just talking about spiritual warfare, about deliverance. We want to give you an opportunity to come in, worship with us, hear great speakers, myself, um, Brother John, and and also we we want to I want to I want I don't mean to cut you off. We're going to have a two day powerful powerful. We planning we we got it in prayer. Two day powerful the second week of November at Brother Peace Church. He will Shannon will know more about this later on. We actually recruited Pastor ID. He don't know yet, but I'm recruiting him to come on and uh, be a part of this two day conference. We doing a spiritual warfare training and we doing deliverance. Amen. So so this is if you know that you need deliverance, you want spiritual warfare. You know my people. The Bible said my people perish because of lack of knowledge a lot of Christians are wonderful they love the Lord but they don't know how to fight spiritual warfare so we're going to have spiritual warfare training uh, we're going to have two day event spiritual warfare and we're going to have a, an opportunity to have uh, deliverance night so 
again, it, it will be discussed further uh, for that time. And uh, just wanted to share that, Brother Pete, also, and also bring also let let people know that we're going to have Pastor ID. He been on uh, on the show. I know Pastor ID don't know about it, but I'm his big brother, so you know he's coming in. I got a rope, drag him in. Amen. So, go ahead, Brother Pete. Amen. And so if you want to be a part of that, like I said, as soon as we got all the details and time work out, it will be a new city at our location at 87 Maple Avenue. So you want to come out. You want to bring your friends. You want to bring especially your lost loved ones. People like this woman who wrote in about the son who's getting the tattoo with, you know, this skull and worshiping death. You got to get these people in. They've got to be delivered and set free. And only the blood of Christ, only the truth of God's word can do that. So we want to invite you. We're giving you a heads up first notice about this event. And also, listen, any given Sunday, 11 a.m., you can join us for service. We are a full gospel ministry. We believe that, look, the Holy Spirit controls the ministry. And wherever he leads and guides, we do the work that God has called us to. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother John, Brother Peter, I want to thank you for coming on tonight, brother. God bless both of you. Looking forward to having you both on again soon. Amen. God bless you, Brother Shannon. Thank you for everything. Amen. God bless Amen. you God both. Bless thank you, you for having us on. And um, Brother Shannon, I guess I'll see you again Friday night. Okay. I'm looking forward to it, my friend. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'll talk to you later. God bless you. John Ramirez loves you. Amen. Be blessed. Thank you, Brother Amen. John. Thank you, Brother Peter. love you, too. Amen. Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you.